0: Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber.
1: I'm Bobby Finger. What is that voice? Well welcome to Who Weekly.
0: <laughs> Excuse you. You turned on your Delilah today. I just woke up. I just woke up. This is the this is the danger of the time difference. It is 8 AM. On a fucking Sunday, and I have major vocal fry and a husky voice. So (laughs) deal with it. It's
1: 11 a.m. It's 11 a.m. on a Sunday. I've had a walk. I went and got some coffee. I talked to my dad because it's Father's Day. I've had a whole morning.
0: Well, lucky you to be on the plus three end of the fucking time zone. I know, lucky
1: me. But lucky you Um, because it's a new episode of Who Weekly. You, as in the (sighs) listener.
0: Not me. Not
1: you. you. No, not at all.
0: (laughs) Um, And as you just owned me for my deep, illustrious voice, I'm going to own you hard by playing a call right now. Let's play it. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Lily listening every week. Um, I'm sitting in a bar in Brooklyn and we ended up talking about this. Um, But like in your most recent show, you said that Alexa Vega was the aunt and you got mail and she definitely wasn't. So I just needed to bring that up. Anyways, hope you're having a great night. It's my birthday. Goodbye.
1: (laughs) Okay. First of all, happy birthday to our caller. Second of all, that's two birthday shouts out, shout outs in a row. Third of all, <laughs> I'm stalling. <laughs> um, fourth of all, look, I'm sorry, but it's an honest mistake. And if it makes things any better, I'm 100% positive that I made the exact same mistake back in 2012 when we were planning this You've Got Mail screening. And I was like, you know who the, who the aunt is? It's, ha- it's uh, Alexa Vega, before she was Alexa Peña Vega.
0: I mean, I just don't understand. How are we supposed to do our You've Got Mail fan podcast if you're just going to get all the facts wrong?
1: Because it's an it's a, it's a easy mistake to make. She looks like her and is the same age. But okay, let's just correct it. The caller was right. We had another... I'm not sure if you're the same person who tweeted at us, but we had like a couple people tweeting at us like, um, excuse me, Bobby, like... But it was okay because I deserved it. I was but wrong. But they had
0: every right. Because if you had heard somebody make a mistake about it, you've got male fact, you would have been the first person to get up their butt and be like, excuse <laughs> me, Um, actually. like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I know. I would have been really upset. <laughs> but listen up. Her name, it's not Alexa Peña Vega, was one of the star kids. No, spy kids. It is Hallie Hirsch. Um, I don't know who that is. Who went I on to do very little. And as I was researching... um. Hallie Hirsch's career, post You've Got Mail career, I, number one, didn't find much. Uh, number two, found her Instagram account. Her. I guess she's mm-hmm. married, so now she's named Hallie Hirsch Martin. Mm-hmm. And her Instagram bio is, Traded Los Angeles for Appalachia to raise a family and grow some soil. And her Instagram <laughs> is incredible. She lives in the middle of nowhere on this enormous looking farm. She is this i don't know if this is i mean you're saying she she's looks, happy she's very happy she lives on a beautiful farm it's like photos of her and her husband uh pickling things and leaning against the barns and there's a photo of her breastfeeding um, great now
0: you're overcompensating no one cares I'm overcom- but also but meanwhile also, on the, the other hand like a, guess what a lo- what never mind what is she gonna look like
1: I was gonna say it kind of looks like she's in the Manson family. There's something about her dress and like the location, and I'm like, oh, you look like you're in the Manson I can't family, believe but like
0: you stole her most important credit and then called her a cult member. Like
1: no, I'm not calling her a cult member. I'm saying she looks like the 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 very the family-friendly Manson family, like you're not worried that they're gonna kill you.
0: Mm-hmm. You were yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They wanna know, Hey. I want to be famous. Lindsay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> who are either you can name one or both. Who is who are Billy Eichner and or Ross Matthews with one T.
0: Okay. I know who they are because I know Billy Eichner and Billy on the street I know. And Ross Matthews we've talked about because he was on the Tyler Henry Boy Medium show.
1: Yes. We talked to, we met we mentioned him in passing. we haven't spent a long, a Ross long Matthews, of time.
0: Ross Matthews is in our like list of who's billy yeah. Eigner i would say is like approaching themdom but still like is still a kind of a he's ho. right there he's right there anyways yeah like what happened what's the deal with them he's
1: why are they a... what... well um i put this in the document but whatever so honestly happy pride because <laughs> we have led with gay feuds two weeks in a row and i just think that's love wonderful. a gay feud love, love a gay it. feud i love a gay feud equally to straight feuds Lindsay i love them equally Um,
0: i love gay feuds more is that (laughs) wrong of me
1: maybe i do too i was lying so (laughs) what happened was the abridged version because i was re-listening to last week's episode with colton haynes and noah galvin and it was like oh my god i spent too long talking about these people billy eichner called out ross matthews for starring in a capital one ad in which he does a man on the street thing about the credit card capital one credit card he calls out Ross Matthews for, like, shamelessly copying him, or Capital One for shamelessly copying Billy on the street.
0: He calls out them both, but then kind of retracts it to be just about Capital One.
1: Right. And so, come to find out, Ross Ross is like, well, wait, let me read the exact exchange. This is a
0: wonderful exchange. It's really, really good. Because you really go good. in, you go in like Team Billy, you're like, damn, like, Billy is better. Like, Ross Matthews sucks. And then you come out being like, wait, Ross Matthews is right, and Billy Eigner is rude.
1: Right. I was going to say, I was going to say the exact same thing, because it's, it's it's number one. This feud shouldn't have happened, but number two, it did the unexpected thing of making me like the underdog more.
0: Yes, because he clapped back in a very friendly and supportive way. Oh, and the best like,
1: way. <laughs> so, like
0: during Pride Month, he was like supportive, like rainbow rainbow hearts. It's like oh Ross Matthews. So taking the high road.
1: Billy tweets not at Ross Matthews, but quotes the Capital One tweet with the video of Ross Matthews doing the man on the street thing, and he says, yet another Billy on the street ripoff I usually ignore, but this one is all caps shameless and all caps pathetic, and then parentheses, and not funny. Ross Matthews claps back, even though, I guess it just was, it it recently came to his attention, it came to Ross's attention that Billy was mad about this ross matthews capital one ad so ross responds to billy are you serious i've been doing man on the streets interviews since 2001 i've never even seen your stuff bless your heart now this is important because in case you don't know who ross matthews is you certainly heard his voice he is one of the more recognizable voices in television
0: (laughs) of late night Um, television
1: and he is currently um an e host so you've seen him on e he does fashion police stuff he's the red carpet guy people love talking to ross matthews you know um he began his career on Jay Leno. So he got famous as Ross the intern on Jay Leno when he literally was an intern for Jay Leno in like 2001. And he would do correspondence stuff where he would go to...
0: They tra- they they really trafficked off of the homophobia of and like Ross Matthews representing a figure that would attract like homophobia. It's yes. kind of fucked up that they did that. It was kind but of fucked up. He became famous for that.
1: Because he was so good at it and he was so good at brushing it off and just being funny in the right. face of people who were uncomfortable around him. So, yes. yeah, it started in a weird place, but Ross took it and ran, and that became his shtick, and it's been his shtick for 15 years. And so he like literally has, Billy been, Eichner was he literally even, has like, been doing, doing Man YouTube. on the Street, where he is an in your face, uh, pop culture knowledge knowledgeable gay man who is interviewing people who have no idea what's going on but again ross wasn't the first either man on the street interviews are as old as comedy you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so he says are you serious he does all that then ross follows up by saying just googled billy eichner to watch some of his stuff for the first time he's funny Wish she was nice too, which is so. You good. know,
0: I gotta say though, I do not believe that Ross Matthews does not know who Billy Eichner is. I gotta say, like, I like, I'm Team Ross on this one. He's right. Yeah, He's absolutely. been doing it forever. But I don't, I, I, you know, I love a, I love a don't know her defense, as I, as obviously referenced by this entire podcast. But I do think that Ross Matthews knows who Billy Eichner is. I do, probably. I do
1: too. I do too. Yeah. Um. But that was a, it was a really funny way of saying I don't know her. Uh, yeah. So Billy responds to that by saying, life is short, and I will not be getting into a Twitter feud with Ross, the intern of all people. Here's a fun video. And then he just posts a promo video of him doing man on the street stuff. Well, he <laughs> posts a
0: really old video. That was in, like like He posts a video from like 2012, which I yeah. think was supposed to be like, I've also been doing this forever. But like... But he
1: hasn't been doing it as long as Ross. Unclear. That's just- and
0: then do you... Yeah, Billy, I mean, Billy loses see, at the end
1: of this. Ultimately, that's right, what did happens. Right, but you
0: also see the part where Billy basically says that Capital One came, came to, him. to him. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to say first.
1: next. So Capital One yeah. came to him, and he didn't want to do it. And so Ross literally was part two. But the thing is that still doesn't – just because they wanted Billy first doesn't mean he was the first person to ever do Man on the Street. What did they do? They went to another person who's known for doing Man on the Street, which is Ross Matthews. Who is also, Ross like Matthews?
0: Who get, also, like, who gets paid here? Ross Matthews. He wins. Yes.
1: And so he responds to that by saying, no feud, just responding to you. I came before you. I agree you're funnier, but you're also a dick. Heart, Mr. Matthews. Then Ross continues and says, glad your hissy fit is over. We should be building each other up, not tearing one another down. All good. Heart, rainbow. And that's where it oh, ended. Oh, man. That's where it should Ross end.
0: Just, that is the best and Ross wins. Clap back. Yes, yeah. it's so
1: good. It, Ross wins. Like, Billy loses. And that's, I mean, that's, that's the story.
0: You know, I gotta say, this reminds me of an, of another Twitter eager Twitter clapbacker feud starter that Billy Eichner has a show with Julie Klausner, and I think <laughs> it's really dangerous to start these antagonizing kind of callouts because you are going to get clapped back and owned by Ross Matthews. But that's
1: li- that's their that's their that's who they are. That's what difficult people is about. It's about them. I
0: know. I know.
1: Um, but to go back to the. the- the categorization of them. Ross is a who, I think, uh, <laughs> without question. Billy is a who, I think, without question. But the thing is, he he's on the uptick, right?
0: Billy's more of a them, a them than them than a who at this point. I think he's like he might even be a them. If you're, I mean, he's really like in a lot of stuff right now. He was in. Like, I guess you have the Parks
1: and Recreation thing. Didn't he?
0: And didn't he like host? You know, he hosted up um, award show and recent, right? Didn't he host something?
1: I don't – did he host something? I'm sure he's hosted something in the past.
0: But I think he hosted. something. Now like I hear an you typing,
1: Billy Eichner host something.
0: <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I'm not typing. I just I'm trying to – anyways, whatever. He – I don't care. Don't fact check that. Who cares?
1: Yeah, okay. He's
0: he's like almost a, I think he'll – I really like Billy Eichner, honestly. Yeah. I think he's like he's on funny. his way. Anyways. He's really, like, really funny. And
1: that and Billy on the Street is one of those shows that I never do watch. But when I do, I, like, I, I, I laugh out loud constantly.
0: I mean, some of the greatest writers, comedy writers, are, like, on that show. And, like, that Meryl Streep, you saw the Meryl Streep um, obstacle course. I mean, it's just, it's very much our humor, so. Um, One time, have
1: you, were you, when you still lived in New York, did you ever encounter them in Flatiron?
0: Yes, because that's where one of the offices I worked was, was, like, right in that little corner where he loves to, like, run after people. Yeah,
1: it only happened to me once, but I was, like, I emerged from the train, I guess, what is that, 23rd Street, and he just zoomed by with his cameras. It I was love really that. fun. That's because really they great. only film. They really only film in one neighborhood near the. Flat and I Iron remember.
0: Building. I remember lis- watching those Billy videos before he even had a yeah, show. They're when funny or it. They're so funny.
1: Hey guys, it's Billy Eichner out here, ready to play one of my new favorite games. It's Deborah messing you, gays. Emmy Award winner Deborah Messing and I are going to hit the streets and go up to people when I say,
0: "It's Deborah messing you, gays." This is a big. This is a big. This is a big. Okay, ready, Bobby. Stop typing. Sorry. Who Lindsay is Tim Hiddlestone? Just kidding. Who is <laughs> Tom Hiddleston?
1: Tom Hiddleston is a British actor who is now dating Taylor Swift.
0: Um, I love the Tim Hiddlestone thing when people were just calling him Tim Hiddlestone instead of Tom Hiddleston. Well that's what that was the thing.
1: That's what my phone was correct auto correcting it to. I think it was a combination of people didn't know who it was, and then when you type it in on your on your phone, it auto-corrected it to Tim Middlestone.
0: So we got um, at quite least a few Tom calls to Tim. about this. Thank you for calling in. Like, there's one girl who called in who was like, "It's four o'clock on a Wednesday, and I have a question." And it was like, ex- is she literally called like during the zeitgeist. <laughs> like, she called like mid mid craze about what happened so basically (laughs) in case you were like under a pile of rocks that was created um as a set piece to this to taylor swift and tom Tom hiddleston's romance did you see that rocks the rock pile um in case you were under that who missed the rock pile (laughs) in case you were under it uh taylor swift is apparently dating tom tim hiddleston Hiddleston. tim i keep wanting to say tim hiddleston but who is he tell us who he is so he's – I think he's like a them. I mean I don't – like I didn't realize that so many people didn't know who he was because – and this is the reason. He's a British actor who is very famous for playing the character Loki in the Thor movie. And maybe that sounds niche but when that fucking movie came and out – And The Avengers, one of the everyone, biggest movies of all time. yes. Everyone was talking about him. They were like obsessed with him. And be, and I and the, and maybe I have like the wrong perspective because when it came out, I was at Vulture and I wrote like seven posts and it was like Tom Hiddleston does this, Tom Hiddleston does that, and I'd never seen it and I like didn't get it. But he literally was like doing all of the like things that celebrities do to like be liked. He did karaoke. He like <laughs> sang on did on like Sesame Street. He like did all this stuff. Point being. He is a British actor who is, like, classically trained. Of course, they all wow. are. And then he was in a um, superhero movie. And now he's on a show called The Night Manager that people like. Have you seen it?
1: I keep – it's one of those – I keep almost starting The Night Manager. It's just – it's one of those – it's one of those miniseries. Same. It's six episodes and that's it. And it's Suzanne Beer, who's, like, a very good director. And it's, like, it's, it's apparently basically a, a movie that happens to be on television. Really high production yeah. values. I- Very British, based on a a John Le Carre novel. So it's like bait for anyone who likes British people. And I just haven't watched it. So
0: I guess my question is to you, maybe. Like, I didn't realize that he was maybe a who. But then when this news news broke and everyone who was like, everyone who obviously knows who Taylor Swift is and was like, her sphere is like super, super, super A-list right now. And Mm -hmm. everyone knows who she is. Everyone was like, who is this guy? It's kind of like, oh, I didn't realize that you all didn't know who he was. Yeah, I had the same reaction. Right?
1: Because people – because as you as you have put in all the links, the, the entire internet was flooded with explainer posts like, who is Taylor Swift's new mystery man or whatever? Like, everything you need to know about Taylor Swift's new British hunk or right, whatever.
0: Right, right, right. Um, I mean, I just don't – But I th- – I just – yeah. My personal experience with him is that I know who he is because – he, at, the, at one point, like much like Benedict Cumberbatch is, he was like an internet boyfriend. He was like very much an obsessed about character on the internet.
1: On the internet, yeah. yeah.
0: Fanfic bait. Fanfic bait because he's like British and cute and like in niche stuff and like played along with all of it, you
1: mm-hmm. know? It seems like he could be a nerd, but he's hot. So it's like, oh, he's a nerd, but he's hot.
0: I mean, this whole thing started too with him and Taylor Swift doing like a pandering thing, which was dancing together at the Met Ball, and then of course, like they fell in love, and then she dumped (laughs) Calvin Harris on the phone, whatever supposedly, and is now dating him. But you know, did you read why these pictures came out?
1: Of course, I read why these pictures came out.
0: These pictures came out. Yeah, I can explain explain that. that. These pictures
1: came out because, or allegedly, but almost certainly. They came out on a Thursday night, or a Wednesday night, and what came out the next day? A profile of Kim Kardashian written in GQ by Katie Weaver, in which Kim is asked about the Taylor Swift-Kanye West feud, because remember when The Life of Pablo came out, and there's the line in Famous where Taylor Swift is mentioned, and, he's, and Kanye says, uh, I feel like I me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? Because I made that bitch famous. And so immediately the narrative was Taylor didn't know that Kanye was going to call her a bitch in the song. And then Kanye immediately says, "No, like I asked least for your
0: fun thing ever." Yeah,
1: he's like, "I asked for your approval." And then Taylor Swift says, "No, you didn't." And, you know, cries misogyny. And Kanye still maintained for months, "No, I asked for her approval and she gave me approval. I would never do that unless I got approval."
0: He would do it, but specifically not not with
1: her, not someone he had a pre-existing feud with. Right.
0: So I don't think. uh, Yeah. Katie asks Kim
1: about it, and Kim says, "No, she absolutely got approval, and not only did she give her blessing, there is apparently video, audio, video footage because they were filming for the show, and I guess there there are just constantly cameras on them. They want to make a documentary. The the call of. Taylor of Kanye asking Taylor Swift on the phone is apparently on video. And Tim, I mean, Kim claims that Taylor's lawyers contacted them and said, Don't you dare release that footage ever. Please destroy it. And so Kim can like maintains that there's all these bits of evidence that prove that Taylor Swift is a liar. So because the story, the Kim,
0: who do you believe?
1: I believe Kim Kardashian West. Absolutely. So, but because that story was coming out, Taylor's people must have been tipped off. So Taylor needed to control this whole story and, you know, nip it in the bud before it even started. So she and Tim so Hiddleston released, went to
0: the rocks in Rhode Island. They went to the rocks. Made and, a rock pile.
1: They went to the rocks in Rhode fucking Island and made out.
0: <laughs> I mean, in Rhode it's just, Island. I know. Well, she has a house Who there. Who goes to like, Rhode
1: Island to. She
0: has a house there.
1: I know, but who goes to Rhode Island to show off your relationship? Goes literally anywhere else. Go to another. Here's something
0: bee. funny. So after we just explained to you who Tom Hiddleston is, I want to read you just the headlines of the five things that Us Weekly thinks you should know about him. Ready? No,
1: please tell me.
0: Let's compare as to what we said to what Us Weekly thinks you need to know. Ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, he wanted to be Indiana Jones. I'm not right. explaining Same. why, but that's number okay. one. Number two, he went to school with Prince William. Jesus. What? what? Like, literally, we haven't even gone to anything. We <laughs> don't know he's an actor. We don't know he... Okay. Number three. Here we go. He is best known for playing Marvel villain Loki. There we go. Thank you, West Weekly. You buried... Literally, number three is his job. hmm Number four. He's dated a high-profile woman before. What?
1: but which one does it say?
0: Elizabeth Olsen.
1: Oh right, but they never confirmed yeah. that they were actually dating.
0: No. No. And they then were very number coy 5. About it. Number 5, this is the last one. You get no more facts. He has incredible dance moves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, how Honestly, I wish someone described me and if you if if someone said these are the top 5 things you need to know about Bobby, I would hope that they said he has incredible dance moves. <laughs> Do you think that No, would be I mean it's not it's unfair. not true. By no means is it true. I would just love okay, for ready? that to be
0: Wait. All well, comparison... you got to know
1: about Tom is that he's got incredible dance moves.
0: Can we Okay, I'm not I'm dragging on this longer, but I I kind of am cracking up. People did also the top 5 things you need to know about him. Ready for people's okay. top 5 things? Yeah. 1. He auditioned for Thor originally, not Loki. Okay. So, Gross. what? Two, he went to school with Prince William and Oscar winner Eddie Redmayne. So basically every British person went to school together is what I'm <laughs> hearing from this. Three, he's a skilled impressionist. Okay, don't care. Number three. Number four, he's reportedly in the running to be James Bond. And that was actually the what a lot of people were like using as like why he was famous. Right, that he, I
1: forgot about that. Yeah
0: and then oh my god number five it's like ridiculous because it's the context for the entire piece and they clearly ran out of things number five is he was photographed smooching taylor swift that's number five
1: they ran out of things they, they ran really out ran things. out of things
0: like that's the whole article anyways maybe they want to use the article again okay okay <laughs> <laughs> It's evergreen now. Yeah. Um, I also did a fun thing where because this is like the X things you need to know, I was Googling that um, X things you need to know on different sites. Mm-hmm. And these are yeah, the things that I found. This. Well, these are the recent ones I found. And I think they're just funny because it's like, it shows like where we're at in terms of like who we're trying to identify recently. Um, these are all different sources. Wait, I'm opening them so I can give you the proper headlines. Um, Okay, ready? People.com. This is from People. Who is is Alicia Etheridge Brown? Five things you need to know about Bobby Brown's wife. Great. This is also from People. Five things to know about Elizabeth Warren. Will she be Hillary's VP? So they're really spanning all topics. (laughs) Five things to know about me, myself, and I, rapper g Easy. This is from E. Six things, not five, Six things to know about Ruby Rose's rumored girlfriend, Harley Gussman. (laughs) And then um, what's another? Here's another one from people. five things to know about Chad Johnson, the Bachelorette's newest villain. And my favorite thing on this list is Us Weekly in for the win with Zika virus. Five things you need to know, (laughs) which is tagged mom's.
1: Are you kidding me? I mean, I guess there's a. I, <laughs> I hear guess Avalos there's,
0: laughing upstairs.
1: <laughs> there's something. There's a connection there. There's there's a reason. I'm sorry, but
0: that. tagged moms. Don't you think that's a little cruel? As if you're going to click on the tag moms and you'll find other things, but one of the things you'll find is how to like the Zika virus. Five things to know.
1: Uh, well, good. I mean, good for them. <laughs> good. good. Good for them for moms? finding content
0: another thing i need to ask you is bobby jesus (laughs) who is dove cameron i know know. who she
1: is because i wrote about her months ago
0: she's that disney star you're the you're the you're the thought leader on dove cameron
1: she's just that disney star who is recently engaged to that other guy that's all i know but Disney I could picture—I could picture her. She looks like a baby.
0: I mean, honestly, for anyone who didn't read our piece on Racked, I wrote a whole paragraph about who she was. God. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Do you care?
1: Read it, Lindsay. Read it.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Cameron and McCartan—I think her her husband is or her fiance is called R- Ryan. He's called that. He's called Ryan. Cameron- oh, you're
1: British now. <laughs> you turned into you turned into a British person.
0: Cameron and Ryan McCartan met. On the, I don't know if his name is Ryan. I made that up. Maybe. Men on the set of Disney's *Live and Maddie*, a show in which she played both Live and Maddie, (laughs) identical twins with very different personalities. He came on the show in 2013 as the character Diggy Smalls, and then I put in parentheses, "What?" and dated Maddie. Meanwhile, IRL Cameron and McCartan were also dating. In also in other (laughs) relevant news, they're in a band together called *The Girl and the dream Dreamcatcher*.
1: That's a nightmare. The Girl and the Dreamcatcher. That's the worst band I've ever heard.
0: They're also the worst band you've ever heard. (laughs) Like, if you listen to their music.
1: (laughs) Well, here's the thing about... So, you got to read some of these 25 Things You Didn't Know About Me because it is a phenomenal 25 Things You Didn't Know About Me.
0: Yeah, they've been having ones recently that are actual famous people and I hate them for it.
1: Yeah, you can't do that.
0: Like, get out of here with the famous people.
1: I want to know... I want to know nothing about the person. you are telling me 25 things about
0: so what's your favorite um number on the list of 25 things that you don't know uh, about i love
1: this is this probably isn't the funniest but i do love number six because it's in the headline too i just i love it and then 18 is very meta when she says i'm an obsessive list maker but no number six is my favorite burger (laughs) topping is (laughs) yeah right my favorite my favorite burger topping is jam I know, but trust me, I don't trust you. That's the thing. Why would I ever trust you? But the headline of this is... The headline of this really quickly is 25 things you don't know about me. Parentheses. My favorite burger topping is jam. (laughs) That's the headline.
0: Wait, number 24 is I only ever drink out of mugs, even water. Cups Cups freak freak me out. out. How do cups... What? What? What?
1: The One of my favorite things about her is... So when I wrote about her she was it was because she and her whatever got engaged mm-hmm. and she was recounting her first date with this guy and so basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they went to dinner in hollywood and then they went to griffith park observatory which I, i'm not a an angelino but that's just how i imagine all first dates go you just you go to a dinner uh, and then you go to griffith I park observatory
0: confirm. i can confirm that yes
1: and then the next and the next morning you take a walk up runyon canyon um yeah. that's what I imagine well, everyone does.
0: Did, wait, did you sleep at Griffith? I don't understand your No, you go back you back
1: you you go back home but then the next morning you go on a hike in Runyon Canyon. Anyway, well,
0: uh, in, in your LA there's only like one place in LA and the it's best, Griffith.
1: Can- the <laughs> best <laughs> the best part is she went on and I'm just going to read it verbatim because it is it's worth it's worth sharing. She says, "We went to this park because he's just like Romeo and he was just what? like what? I'm so grossed out by how cute he is, but he picked me up one day from my apartment. He had a car, and he was a hot older boy. This was back before we were really, really dating. We were just sort of seeing what happened. He took me to this park underneath the tree at sunset. He brought his guitar, and he was like, do you want to come write songs with me in the park? I was like, okay, you're what movies are about. That's a nightmare. That's what they did on one of their first days. Wait.
0: He picked her up and said,
1: do you want to go write songs in the park?
0: Wait, but she also just said, this is what movies
1: are about. Those are really bad movies.
0: <laughs> okay, I like it. I like them now.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't.
0: <laughs> they seem very simple, and I appreciate it. Quick thing. Yeah.
1: Quick, quick what?
0: thing. What?
1: What? No, Good what? Form, Bella Thorne.
0: Oh. I wish we had a theme song for Good Form, Bella I was, okay, here,
1: I had a plan. This is the surprise. This is my surprise.
0: Okay. What?
1: Um... So, in the future, for the next week, for those of you who happen to call into the podcast over the next week, you don't have to do it forever, or you can keep doing it until the end of time. That'd be great, too. What I'm going to request of you, callers, is to either... without my permission. Is to either, without Lindsay's permission, is to either begin or end or pepper in the middle your call with... um, (gasps)
0: Good
1: form, Bella Thorne! Great idea. And then I will edit them all together... (gasps) <gasps> As like people screaming, and that will be our theme song for it's a like recurring a, but not weekly feature, good form Bella Thorne.
0: it's like a patchwork quilt of people it'll be really saying cute, good, form Bella I think. Thorne. okay, I love it, yes, please call in either end or begin your call with good form Bella Thorne." We'll cut it out and put it in this thing like you don't have to, we won't leave it in the call when yeah, anyway. yes, but anyway,
1: she's up to a few things um. That uh, this week, my favorite is she Snapchatted her colonoscopy, and everyone cared about it.
0: It was wild, honestly. It was a wild journey. I don't know if you were like following her when this was happening
1: because you have to prepare uh, for up. it. You have to prepare yeah, for but, it.
0: Yeah, I know. It just doesn't feel like something you would snap. I mean, it was kind of out of character for her. I was uh, like applaud her for you know keeping in good form and and really sharing her life with mm-hmm. the world.
1: What I really liked was the... Uh, I mean, obviously, Daily Mail has the best writers in the world. Um, they really know how to put together a story in a very compelling and fascinating way. But mm-hmm, one of the mm-hmm. first paragraphs of this story is, the 18-year-old posted a series of video- They always One of the great things about the Daily Mail is they they assume you know nothing. They assume you don't know what anything is. They assume Which you've never a left assumption. the womb. Yeah. So they define everything in very strange ways. But anyway, so the 18-year-old posted a series of videos to social media as she prepared for the procedure, which is a routine test for people over the age of 50 to check intestinal health. (laughs) Whereas, like, most people would be happy just writing, like, as she prepared for the colonoscopy.
0: They they Wikipedia'd colonoscopy and just really slid that right in there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's 18. She got a colonoscopy. She Snapchatted it. What else is she up to?
0: I mean, I hope she's okay, because, like, to get a colonoscopy at 18 is not great. Like... Usually it's for, like, you know, older people. Anyways, do you know what else she did this week?
1: She went glamping?
0: She was the National Park Service's, like, representative. Like, she did this weird but really amazing campaign for National Park Service where she gave a tour and told everybody what glamping was. Mm -hmm. Which, in so many ways, is on brand. But my question is, who at the National Park Service was like, we gotta get Bella Thorne?
1: uh like Randy Randy the VP of Outreach's daughter.
0: And do you think this is a clapback to Vanessa Hudgens for defacing a rock in like the national park? <laughs> do you think Bella Thorne was like, yeah, I'm gonna get her and I'm gonna be the glamping queen. I don't Absolutely know, just a not. Just a thought. Every, no, just everyone a thought.
1: in the world forgot about Vanessa just Hudgens defacing the rock except just
0: you. Just a thought. No, she literally released an entire like she clearly didn't write this, but handbook on how to glamp. And it's written like for teens. It's
1: written for uh, teens. And then they have like an illustrator make an illustrated Bella Thorne.
0: Oh, I love it. And she ex- tells you what to pack. She tells oh you God. what beauty essentials to bring. She says, um, Hollywood girls, I hope you've enjoyed my guide and got inspired to try glamping for yourselves. It's awesome, fun. You know what? I mean, I she's not wrong. Glamp. I love to glamp great. too. Glamping is great. We've glamped before.
1: We have. It was a while ago. Mm-hmm. It um, was.
0: We we never did it again. Honestly, it was a little bit rugged for us. It was uh, another, even glamping was a little rugged. Yeah.
1: Another what thing she the done? other thing she's up to is um she is on the growing, ever growing list of celebrities who talk about their acne. they not specifically their struggles with acne and how their acne makes them feel less desirable. And miserable, well, and how it their when lives. When
0: celebrities, when celebrities or who celebrities talk about acne, they're doing um, proactive. Like a, they're shilling for proactive. So it's weird to like just talk about it casually versus like with of with like a purpose, and the purpose would be to shill.
1: I mean, I know that she may have struggled with acne in the past, but it doesn't help me to look at someone with. Perfect, seeming skin, and to be like, I know what your problems are. I literally just popped a zip before starting this.
0: Also, here's a here's a little, (laughs) wow, good to know. Also, here's a little docs for you. Um, There's this drug that is called Accutane that um, I have taken, that Mm. a lot of people have taken, and it gets rid of acne. And a lot of the celebrities who have acne and do these ads and sell these products actually are just taking accutane. Right, cuz accutane is of one of acne. the only thing that
1: actually works.
0: Exactly. And I think it's very interesting cuz you can tell exactly who has taken it because it's the same like effect. Like there's no way that proactive takes away very specific types of acne. It's 100% accutane and I just want to say that. I know your truths. Yeah. And I'm coming for you.
1: Yeah. Cuz accutane accutane really is one of the only things that works.
0: Yep. Yep. And yep. she has. Yep.
1: She's been. On, she admits that she's been on Accutane. So the moment you say you've been on Accutane, I do not listen to anything else because Accutane yep. is the thing that fixed. Accutane yep. is the silver bullet.
0: Sorry, Bella Thorne.
1: Bad form, Bella Thorne. <laughs> Let's move on to hoolaticks.
0: <gasps> we rarely cover hoolaticks, or we haven't covered, <laughs> hu- covered hoolaticks yet. Um, but I gotta say, shout out to Senator Who, who I never had heard of, but this week really made an impression on me, Chris Murphy from Connecticut, for filibustering, the quickest way to get to my heart in terms of politics. How do you feel, Bobby?
1: Filibustering, absolutely. And if you're wearing pink Nikes, even faster to my heart.
0: Oh my god. Is there no way to go from a politics Who to a politics them than staging a (laughs) 14-hour coup of the Senate floor to state your case?
1: (laughs) I I love hula busters.
0: (laughs) No! (laughs) Hulatics and their hula busters. I just want to say no shout out. It was really amazing. Fun to watch. Really let me learn some of the different personalities of politics. It
1: wasn't fun to watch. Let's be clear. It was
0: fun to (laughs) watch. It was a filibuster about gun control. It was inspiring. But but
1: Chris Murphy's part was very moving and definitely turned him into a them for me.
0: Total them, total them. Um, um, yeah. Worth watching. Inspire. I'm sure
1: you've seen it already because everyone was talking about it with good reason. But this also isn't a political podcast, so we don't have to get into it.
0: It's a political podcast. <laughs> right. We were talking
1: about it. We were talking about it on Twitter and with um, some of our friends who are more well versed in politics than we are and know more about politics than we do. And honestly, if there were a Who Weekly political edition everyone but barack obama would be a who
0: yeah everyone i mean i don't e- I didn't even read that five things about elizabeth warren list like i don't even read it i have no clue who she is still no i know who she is but kind of Well, not really
1: diane warren i Di- mean, diane warren diane warren <laughs> elizabeth warren see that's where my mind goes jesus
0: Wait, that was like literally the most perfect representation of how little we know about politics. Is you calling Elizabeth? And I was. Warren I was. Warren. The
1: sentence I was about to say was Elizabeth Warren is one of the ones I know about, and I couldn't even say her name.
0: Clearly not.
1: Good God.
0: Well, it would just really reveal serious gaps in our knowledge that we have filled with um, bad things,
1: uh, literal trash. <laughs> uh, we could tell you all about. We could tell you all about Bella Thorne's acne campaign. Uh, but do not come asking us about the representatives.
0: Um, I mean, I'm just happy that I know who Chris Murphy is now.
1: Yeah, right. Congratulations to Chris Murphy. One step forward. Uh, you are officially a political them.
0: Woo! God bless America. Okay. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now.
1: What's Rita Ora up to?
0: Who oh, is this woman? Um. So, yeah, uh, Bobby, what's Rita up to? <gasps> Is
1: there a way I can extend this gasp? Just this gasp to last for keep, 10 minutes? Keep it, <gasps>
0: keep
1: it going. Oh, okay. <gasps> um, my, my favorite thing that Rita's up to was uh, brought to our attention by... Well, it's really just confirmation. It was brought to our attention by a friend of the podcast, recent guest at one point, uh, Logan Sacken, who sent us a blind item, a screen cap of a blind item from, I'm assuming, Crazy Days and Nights. Uh, but the blind item read... This celebrity offspring B plus list mostly movie actress who really only has a franchise going broke up with her boyfriend again and has been hooking up with her foreign born singer slash actress co star. That celebrity offspring. Does
0: blind offspring... item not like want to do grammar? They just don't feel like they need to do grammar. Yeah, as I was reading that, it kind of hurt my head. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, the blind item is almost certainly ninety nine percent certain this is about Dakota Johnson, celebrity offspring B plus List, whom if you don't know is the daughter of Melanie Griffith. There's and Don no Johnson. one
0: else. There's and no one else. And B plus B plus List is very um friendly is generous.
1: Yeah, very generous. Is and the foreign-born singer actress co-star is, can you take any guesses, Lindsay?
0: Literally the one and only Rita Ora.
1: <laughs> I love this rumor. I love all the because people have been saying this we've covered this in the podcast people have been wanting this relationship to happen for several weeks now ever since they started the shoot of 50 shades darker i mean
0: honestly we kind of laughed it off as like lol but dakota did break up with a with a long-term boyfriend mm-hmm. recently rita is known for her antics like b- being on set on a sexy movie like why not
1: and also it'll do the double duty because reese's Re- rita's gonna have an album coming out uh it's great. In,
0: you know, two thousand twenty-five.
1: 20. <laughs> <laughs> I told. It's called. I told you. I'd never let you down. The sophomore album from. Uh, I
0: told you. I, <laughs> I told you. I. Never I told let you. you I'd never let you down. Um, speaking of never letting anyone down and never stopping anything, um, did you know that Rita Ora never stopped loving Calvin Harris?
1: I did. Uh, let me tell that. you something. <laughs> she said that in a quote, or a, a friend said that in a quote, but. I feel like one of the easiest things in the world, like literally one of the easiest tasks humans are capable of, is to stop loving Calvin Harris. <laughs> I can't <Yeah. laughs> I can't understand how that is hard. You just flip a switch. There is
0: no, you just flip a switch easier. and you stop
1: loving Calvin Harris.
0: There's nothing easier. I mean, honestly, I think all this like random like because Calvin Harris is like in the news, somebody like, you know, made up a fake thing that was like, Well also also like Rita never stopped loving him. <laughs> like, also,
1: can I mention, I know that Calvin I think Is a who again? We did, right? He maybe Um, could have arguably been a them while he was dating Taylor Swift. Or is he a them? I don't know if we were ever thinking about
0: it. I still think he's a who. Yeah, me
1: too. So just a quick side note. uh, Can I mention that This Is What You Came For is a disaster area? (laughs) It's so bad.
0: Oh yeah, it's not a great song, and it even has like Rihanna. So it has
1: Rihanna, it's, and it's still bad.
0: You really fucked up.
1: And she looks great in the video, but you know what else she looks? She looks bored because I think she can tell that the song is now good.
0: It's boring. In case I you know. don't remember,
1: Calvin Harris is responsible for the uh, for We Found Love. Um, Which is a so great song. It was a big deal when it when the news was Calvin Harris is reteaming with Rihanna for another song of the summer. But guess what? It's not a song of the summer. It's this is what you came for, and it's bad.
0: I would love to not talk about Calvin Harris anymore, just in general. I mean, yeah, I just hope that he fades away into the darkness. I do not want anything else to – there's nothing else to say about him. Like, nope. th- like he's bo- – even his, like – even his post-Taylor Swift breakup news was boring. It's like, he went to the gym and wore Yeezys. Like, what, is it a clapback because, like, of Kim? I don't understand. Like, w- stop. Everything. Enough.
1: <laughs> um, but speaking of, there's nothing else to say on this episode. So –
0: Oh, that's it. that's it. So, you know, uh another another one. Another one bites the dust. Please, mm-hmm. please, please rate us on iTunes, anything. Follow us on Twitter, wherever we are, Instagram blah blah blah. Call us. You'll hear the call-in episode this Thursday mm-hmm. with all of your amazing phone calls. 619 who them. Mm-hmm. And here's a new thing. Hopefully, you stuck it out to the end. We have a very special announcement. We are just going to do a little teaser for you. Mm. Let's just say if you happen to live near or in the New York City area, more specifically Brooklyn, New York, (laughs) um, you should save the date July 20th if you love Who Weekly. Or if you just – maybe you don't love it. Maybe you're just like, I'm bored. And that'd be fun. I know that I'm free. Yeah, right? that'd be
1: really nice. You should save the date. Also, thank you save to Katie it. and Eric of the Who's for providing the theme song as usual.
0: Um, and yeah, um, save that seven twenty date. Um, you might like, you know, it's a, speci- it'll oh be a special. It'll be special. I just
1: realized seven twenty is plus one to 619.
0: Like six one nine. Like six
1: plus one, nineteen plus one. Never mind, I know. that's a stretch.
0: What are you like in a in the Jim Carrey movie? Like thirteen? Was that the right? number twenty three? Oh, it was 23. <laughs> Yeah. I forgot which one. My brain is doing like number. my brain
1: is doing the beautiful mind stuff.
0: Wow. But it's all like uh, Bella Thorne yes. floating above me. Okay, we gotta A go. Bye to everyone. <laughs> Bye. Please like cut me out there. Bye. Bye. You will say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah yo, they wanna know. Hey. Real. Hey. On. Hey. I, I only ever drink out of mugs. Even water. Cups, Cups freak, freak me, me out. out